So let's play a little game of fa- uh, fact or fiction. You ready, AP? Yep. Fact or fiction. Uh, I was once drafted in the 32nd round by the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, let's go fact. Mm, fiction. That was Kevin Pillar. Damn. Huh. Let's think of another one. I once scored, uh, I guess, well, let's say 100 goals in the NHL. I'm I'm just going to go with fiction in that one. Uh, yeah, you were pretty, you hit the nail on the head there. All right, ready for the last one? Yep. Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Oh, fact or fiction? Fact, baby. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm so happy to say that that's a fact. Two years after getting traded out of Toronto. Phil back Kessel. to back. Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, baby. Play the intro. You're listening to, listening to the Audion AP Sports Podcast. So since we last spoke, we had uh, we've had two champions crowned. One in the NHL, one in the NBA. Should we give them a quick little uh, shout out here, AP? Yeah, of course. You know, we've got a lot of uh, NBA and NHL listeners on here on this podcast. But, you know, first we'll go with the Golden State Warriors. Congratulations on your title. Well deserved. Two championships in three years. Uh, I, I think I want to wait till it settles down a little bit on our next podcast. We'll get into the Kevin Durant debate. I know um, Audie may not know as much insight in that story as I have because I've been really digging into it lately um, and over the past uh, year. But, um, yeah, congratulations, uh, Golden State. You guys played amazing. You have a super team, but... Super Do we teams, say dynasty? I mean, Do we say dynasty? It is. It, it, they, they are a dynasty, and they're built to win for years to come, and I have zero issues with it. I know a lot of people do, but yeah, Kevin Durant finals MVP again. Congratulations. And, uh, also to, uh, I believe her name's Wanda Durant, his, his mother's the real That's MVP. Right. Um, oh damn. Did you see him pulling her, pulling him by the beard? Oh yeah. You that know, you know thing what ever. the I thing wish... is, it's amazing. <laughs> she looked like he was going she looked like she was going to smack the hell out of him. Yeah. You did it boy. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> con- congratulations to Stephen Curry as well. You know, that guy gets uh, crapped on a lot. And, uh, you know, for a guy like that, you know, everybody says he's one-dimensional. Well, I mean, he's got two rings now. So uh, he's doing real good for himself. Clay Thompson, Draymond, and maybe even Zaza Pachulia. Zaza. Um, even though uh, that guy's a little bit of a dirty player, took out one of my favorite players, Kawhi Leonard. I see you, <laughs> Zaza. Um, and, and, you know, we've, we've got a pretty big fan of a certain team on this podcast. So uh, why don't you uh, intro this next uh, congrats? I don't know if I can do it. I might cry. And me too. Well, as you uh, you may have heard in the intro, Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins, who won the Stanley Cup, defeated Nashville two nothing. Um, and geez, it's hard to go back to back, especially in the uh, salary cap era. But they did it back to back. They didn't have to change much. They have a little bit to change this year. We can talk about that maybe in a later date. Uh, a lot of you know pending free agents. So I don't know if they're going to three peat, but you never know. But congratulations to them, back-to-back, hard to do. I believe the last time they, there was a back-to-back was over 20 years ago or just about 20 years ago. Yes. But, yeah, that was that was before the salary cap. So um, big kudos to them, Jimmy Rutherford, uh, Mike Sullivan and the crew, Captain Crosby, Malkin. And, I mean, I think it just adds to Sidney Crosby's resume already. It's pretty outstanding. So congrats to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins on that. So I'm pretty happy. Yeah, no, another Case topic. Yeah, another topic we're going to, uh, well, first of all, congrats to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, I wasn't able to get that in real quick. But uh, um, another thing I will discuss on a later podcast, I want this to settle a little bit, but 
could Sidney Crosby be considered now as the greatest hockey player of all time? So we'll get into that later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you guys with that. I want you to sit on that. My answer is going to shock some people, but uh, I, I think I'm going to turn a lot of heads with what I'm going to say. So stay tuned for that. Um, soon come. Soon come. We've, uh, you know, we, we've, we followed in depth uh, these playoffs pretty in depth uh, with uh, the live streams we were doing on my YouTube channel, Andrew Pillick Sports, if you want to go check that out. I don't even know if I've ever said that on here. I don't think so, but give it a shout out. Why not? Yeah, um, Get over there and subscribe it up. I mean, yeah, if, if you want to join the crew we have over there, it's... Uh, my channel is Andrew Pillick Sports. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure some of you guys listening have heard it because you guys are the, the the amazing people that come into the live streams and stuff like that. Those live streams were an absolute blast. We look forward to Oh, yeah, to we had a that. ton of fun in the Stanley Cup uh, finals for, for that. So For all sports, uh, you know, the thing is we usually talk like this normally on podcasts and when we're just having conversations on the phone when, you know, we're on breaks at work or anything like that. So doing it live with other people to talk to is insane and you know, we liked inter- interacting with everybody and it's pretty cool. So if you want to join that kind of thing and see all the videos that I post, go check out Andrew Pillick Sports on YouTube. But but, but that's not the only thing we're uh, going to be talking about today. No, I want to dive into some juicy, juicy content because earlier this week we had some teasers of the new Adidas jerseys. Actually, it was the day after the Stanley Cup final, like the day after the Penguins won the Cup, which would have been yesterday. I believe that they were there was some uh, teaser images leaked from Adidas. There was this uh, mysterious Adidas hockey Instagram page that popped up, um, and all the teams that I believe that all the ones that are changing jerseys uh, put up a little picture, a little teaser picture. So I actually want to get in and talk about not only the jerseys but the teams that are allegedly, I guess it's not alleged anymore. Teams that are actually going to be changing up their jerseys. So. What do you think? Uh, what do you think Adidas is going to bring to the table here? Do you think they're going to bring out a good product here, a little different than Reebok? I, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Well, um, I played hockey uh, and like at a at a decently high level pretty much my whole life, and uh, one thing that stayed the same with me was I've been wearing Reebok products since I want to say I was about ten, maybe nine. I've been wearing Reebok products, hats, shirts, equipment, everything. Uh, hell, some. I remember one of the parents coming up to me and my dad one time after practice and asking if we had some sort of Reebok sponsorship because everything we were wearing was Reebok and um, all my equipment, sticks, hats, like I said, just everything. And you know, when you know Reebok doing the jerseys is something that I, I always liked because uh, even even when they switched their logo to just the clean Reebok uh, lettering instead of the uh, you know the the lines going up, you guys have seen it obviously. The sushi little yeah if, yeah. If not, go and check it out. Uh, just type in like old Reebok logos. But anyways, I love those jerseys. The one thing I brought up to to Audi was I was worried that Adidas was going to turn to the other type of fabric, like the World uh, Junior jerseys and like um, the World Championship jerseys, where it's like that that silky kind of feel instead of like the nice, thick um, jersey feel, like a real authentic jersey. Um, but and, it what looks did I like, tell you about that silkiness? I love it. Yeah, see, I cannot I stand it. it. That's not a real jersey. You're not getting the feel of a jersey. Um, it looks like, you mean like, are you talking like world cup jerseys, like how they did it with the world cup, like that kind of silky. Yeah. Like, like just picture like the team North America jerseys. That's the one that it reminds me of all the time. Like their jerseys, you could tell like those were an Adidas type of Jersey. And I believe Adidas did those jerseys. They did. Um, I did not like those one bit. 
Uh, I liked the logo and I liked all the design, but I did not like that type of jersey. I like the stitched, the nice stitched jersey. I don't like the like pressed type of thing. Like it just seems too fake to me. Uh, I love the real authentic uh, jersey, and it looks like through pictures that they're sticking with that. Hopefully. Uh, because uh, I seen the stitching and everything like that and you can see the holes like the fabric of like a real jersey So hopefully they're gonna stay with that the one that stuck out the most was the Minnesota wild one It looks like they're changing some of their uh, the green and in, in their jerseys to hold that thought because that's what we're gonna talk about But do you think maybe they'll go with that? Uh, almost that uh, that silky fiber underneath the arms kind of like to for breathing Do you think they'll maybe do something like that with the three stripes? um Personally, I hope not, but from some of the leaks that I've seen for, like, the rumored uh, third jersey for the Leafs, it looks like they may do that for some of the third jerseys, which... There's uh, no third jerseys this year, though. Oh, they're not doing that? No, so they're only those, doing home so and away. No, leaks. there's going to be... That's the thing that pisses me off, is there's going to be no third jerseys this year. It's all just home and away. So... Oh, that sucks. So like, I know. What about like, what about like winter classic jerseys and stuff like that? That I don't know. I would imagine they're probably gonna do that. They have they're to. still gonna. They're still gonna have to. I mean, but I mean, hell, for the... the the problem that I'm having is the Leafs debuted a new jersey last year, and everybody yep. bought it. Now Adidas has a new jersey out, and the Leafs jersey is not gonna be altered, but there's gonna be a new logo on the back of it and on the front of it, mm-hmm. because Adidas likes to brand their stuff on the front as well. Yeah, that's right the other the issue corner. I'm having. I, I like don't that. want that. You don't I don't like, like that? that. No, because oh, I, I like that. But here's the thing: like, look at the Leaf jersey, right? On the jersey, Shanahan, Lamarillo, Babcock, Hunter, the whole gang, Dubis, whatever. They went to the NHL and said, "Make that Leaf logo as big as hell because that's what matters." And I think you would agree with that. The team logo, the history, the heritage. Oh, for sure. That's yeah, what matters. Sure. And those Leaf jerseys are gorgeous. I, I'm sure you would agree with that. They're just no. I really do like jerseys. them. They're quite nice. It's gonna look so stupid with a nice clean jersey like that if they have if they stick the Adidas logo on there too. Like it just off centers the jersey. Like it-, it doesn't look right to me. Like with Reebok, it's like cool on the back top of the collar. You can barely see it sometimes. Don't you love how we just disagree so much? Well, I mean, we just agreed on everything except for that little logo. <laughs> no, I hear yeah. So like, but like I don't know. So let's talk about the teams that are reportedly you know preparing for alterations. So we got the Boston Bruins. Buffalo Sabres, Calgary Flames, Colorado Avalanche, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, Edmonton Oilers, Florida Panthers, Minnesota Wild, <gasps> Nashville Predators, New Jersey Devils, and Ottawa Senators. Okay, so first off, the one that the one that I'm most looking forward to from pictures was the Wild one. It looks like they're going to a nice, uh, different jersey, and the Avs jersey looks pretty cool too. But the thing I want to talk about Minnesota. Did Did you see the picture? Yeah. Does it not look like they're taking a like a uh, Montreal Canadiens approach with the band in the middle? Did you notice that in the picture? Oh yeah, I seen that. Do you think that they're going to do something like that, like like Montreal Canadiens and like uh, even uh, uh, Leafs Centennial Classic jersey, something like that? Yeah, honestly, I don't mind that for some of the teams. Uh, personally, I like the Leafs style of jersey and like the Oilers type of jersey. Uh, I like those like just clean looking the logo like. The the thing is is these the people that really respect the logo are the teams that don't try to do too much with their jersey I think and that's no disrespect to any of these teams but I feel like the the logo needs to be on the forefront like the Blackhawks did a, a fantastic job with their logo over the years they haven't really made too many changes to it it's basically right. been the same thing the whole time because that's the heritage of it that's the beauty of that jersey probably the sharpest logo in the league 
And oh, for sure. Same thing with the Bruins. They have a beautiful logo. It's simple. It's clean. It's authentic. It's it's got heritage and history written all over it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't know if I, I I love it. But at the same time, like I said, I'm excited to see that one. But I'm also curious. Did you see the Oilers one? I'm not because I'm did. not sure. Like, what are they I changing? Did. They are, um, well, if you noticed in the picture and how I said there's only going to be home and away jerseys, the picture is an all orange jersey. So, so it looks like they're looks like they're bringing that third jersey as their home jersey yeah, this year. They were talking about that. They basically wore that jersey the whole time in the playoffs anyways, did they? Yeah, not? they did. They wore it for every every home game they wore it. Like their thing was the orange crush. Like they can't yeah. be the orange crush without those sharp ass jerseys. I love those. I think they're nice too. Yeah. I really do. Like honestly, that jersey now all I think of is Connor McDavid. So like they're basically just pushing that home like for sure. Um, man, Drysaddle and him are gonna get big deals. We'll talk about that another time too. But they're gonna get big contracts. Um, Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they're like, and of course I'm gonna buy another one. But I bought three Leaf jerseys this year, and now they're considered the old ones, which is terrible. Yeah, but, but do you think? Do you think that they're gonna like? I don't know. Like, do you think that these jersey stores are gonna just like discount all these Reebok jerseys and they, before they stock in the a little bit? There's a there's a website right now that's doing a big uh, discount. Um, there's a, I think it's called CoolJerseys.com or something like that. By the time you listen to this, it's probably done. But um, right now, if you go on there, all jerseys, uh, basically every jersey. I'm not positive if it's every team. But uh, I checked the Leafs, of course, because Jeff Fiette on Twitter posted it was $99 um, for a, a jersey with the name on the back, too, an authentic wow. like, replica uh, jersey. That's like, not bad at all. And, Usually that thing will cost you like $220, 250 yeah, bucks. So they, so they were on sale today for 100 So I think stores are starting to get ready to get rid of those jerseys. Right. Um, like I've seen it all over the place. Those jerseys from two years ago are even worse, like with the Leaf jersey uh, or with the old Leaf logo on it. Um, oh, those are those are. I, I saw them at. I was actually at Pro Hockey Life today, and I saw them on sale for like eighty bucks. Yeah, they're gonna be even cheaper than. They're that. gonna. Oh yeah, for sure. All those old jerseys are gonna do it. There's a whole rack of them there. Just jerseys that won't sell. Yeah. I saw what was it today? Oh yeah, I saw a Bowmeister uh, Flames jersey. I'm like, how the hell is this thing still kicking? Yeah, Someone how was that around? Anyway, I want to talk about the Calgary Flames jerseys because I really thought that they were gonna go. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, Calgary's going to change their jerseys, but like how? Like how is Calgary, how are the Calgary Flames going to change their jerseys? And then I'm like, <sighs> they're going to bring back the orange jerseys. You remember like the old, oh, uh, yeah. like the 80, from the 80s or 70s, 80s? I'm like, they're going to go with that. And I got so happy. And then they put their picture on Instagram and I'm like, oh, it's still red. Yep. How disappointing. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to see how these teams are going to, so they say, change the jerseys. But and I'm especially anxious to see how the Devils are going to change them because I think they have a fairly simple jersey to begin with. Yeah. It's it's just there will probably be subtle changes, but we're looking forward to that. For sure. And, I mean, it was rumored that Ottawa was going to go back to their old O logo, um, which I think would have been sweet. I'm a big fan of those O jerseys. Uh, but, again, looks like Instagram proved me wrong. So I guess only time will tell. I guess we find out on the 21st. Is that when they're doing it? I believe so. Or Man, the there's a lot of stuff going on that week. Oh, we're coming up to a big week in in terms of expansion and everything else. We'll talk about expansion later, but we've got a big uh, big time coming up for hockey, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned with us, and we're going to bring you uh, our opinions on everything. So, 
So on the topic of Stanley Cup champions, Pittsburgh Penguins and Phil Kessel, but nonetheless, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Stanley Cup champions, we got to talk about Mark Andre Fleury because it was uh, it was brought to our attention that he actually waived his no move clause in what was it February? February. But it said something about only for Vegas, so I guess that's why they didn't deal him. But but today we hear of two trade offers that the Pittsburgh Penguins have received from Marc Andre Fleury. So the first one coming from the Winnipeg Jets, and apparently it, it wasn't you know given out what they uh, the Jets have offered them, but uh, the Penguins did decline it. And currently sitting on the table, apparently, is a offer from the Calgary Flames. So I know you have a very strong opinion. You haven't told me your opinion, so I'm looking so forward to hear it, AP. So why don't you just go off for us? Was that sarcastic, or do you actually mean that? Dude, I, I love it when you go berserk, especially like John, when you went off on John Scott. That was the best. Yeah, go listen to that. I think that's why our podcast has full popularity. <laughs> I think I went that's a little right. bit ridiculous. I think you went off a little bit there, too, though, so... I mean, hey, we had our equal share there, but uh, you did. But let's hear it. I want to hear what you have to say. First of all, where, where, what account is this from? Do you, do you know by any chance, or? Uh, I can bring it up. Go off while I bring this up. Okay, because that's one of my first points here. First of all, if this isn't from a verified source, I would really, really like to know where this is even coming from. Because unfortunately, out there, there's a lot of accounts that just put hashtag breaking or put hashtag NHL rumors, and then it's like. I, I could be like right now that like hashtag breaking news, Sidney Crosby is sitting right beside me right now. And people would retweet it like 5 million times because. They... Oh my. Oh, that's fake. What? Oh, never mind. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. You thought I got really. Trade? Oh, I skipped it. My heart skipped a beat. <laughs> it was a, it's a fake Bob McKenzie t- account. Yeah. <laughs> and it was about Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fake accounts out there and they put, you know, uh, I could be like, like right now, if Austin and I started a, or sorry, Audie, as you guys know him by, if we started a account right now on Twitter and tweeted about, let's say, 20, 15 to 20 times and put hashtag breaking NHL trades and just brought up a lot of reasonable, but like kind of ridiculous at the same time NHL trade rumors, we'd have like 20 or 30 followers by tomorrow. Because yeah. people love that juicy stuff, and so do I. Like sometimes I'll peek at them just to see if these people are eventually right. I don't follow them. They're, like Steve Dangle went in on on one of these guys, and I'm not going to talk about it because I actually talked to that person today. Um, and uh, I, I was I was trying to get an interview. Unfortunately, it won't work out. It's a busy time. I get it, but we'll have to see if that person's actually a real source. Um, these people usually remain anonymous. I mean, there's one account that really interests me where they say that they're a former NHL player in the bio and that they can prove that they are and whatever, but they want to remain anonymous because they don't want to lose their job because they're taking these ideas and sources away from people and they're talking about trade rumors, whatever. But <clears throat> this this is where I'm going to go off with this particular rumor. So there's two things here. The first thing was last night or two nights ago, whatever, they they had said, I think it was last night, they said, um, oh, Marc-Andre Fleury actually waived it in February. Um, uh, he he only wants to go to Vegas, though. Something along those lines, like he, he waived it for Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, answer this for me. Why the hell would he waive it in February? Why? The expansion draft isn't coming up till this week. He doesn't have to wave it like oh you know at a common courtesy it's so far away and i'm not sure what's going to happen down the line here but i'm just going to wave it just because like no 
He waived it because Pittsburgh tried to deal him. That's exactly what happened. They were trying to deal him. Um, so they said, listen, if an offer comes up, you're if you're if you're okay to waive this, you know, we're gonna trade you to a, a team contending or not, but we're trying to bring in some pieces because we're running with Matt Murray. That's option number one. Because the trade deadline was March first. So why that's that's another thing. If he waived it in February, right near the trade deadline, is that not a coincidence? I don't think so. Hold on, let me just. So I'm just I found the account. What's the name? I'm just I'm trying to verify something here. They're followed by Nick Kiprios, like that's one of the followers that I know that follows them. It's called Rumor Break, and there's a lot of. That's the account I talked to today. Is that the one you talked to today? I talked to that account today. About what? Unfortunately, that account has been, uh, let's say, crapped on uh, by a lot of people. Uh, that's the account I also peek on uh, every once in a while to see if they're ever right. And unfortunately, for the year and a half that I've kind of peeked on that account, they haven't got really much right. I'm sure it's a it's a really nice person. Whatever. Uh, congratulations. Also, he he became a he learned that he was becoming a father today, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Um, but that account um, has been crapped on by a lot of people. But I, honestly, I would love to give Rumor Break a chance to you know explain himself because you never know he could be right i mean he had a couple right sources last year but like it wasn't anything crazy he had talked about about 40 or maybe 50 different leaf trades and none of them happened last year um so i'm not positive if that account is actually verified that's why i'm i'm bringing it up now because unless i see a guy like bob mckenzie or elliot friedman say something i don't usually believe it to the fullest if i see verified mm -hmm. twitter account and they're talking about it yeah i mean i'm interested but well that's what i'm saying like some of the tweets i'm reading here like this one uh Radulov is also like breaking Radulov has agreed to a contract extension with the canadians five years close to 6.25 per and that was two hours ago, but I just looked it up, and there's no other, you know, nobody else has said anything about that's that. That's the thing, because if he's wrong, then, like, that's just a random tweet. Mm -hmm. So he, like, he has said about 12 times in the past, I want to say two weeks, that the Leafs have deals on the table for Vatanen, but they don't. They're not making a trade before the expansion draft because no. most teams are waiting till after. So... Like Vegas has all these reported deals on the table. Like he he said like two weeks ago that the deal with Chicago and Vegas was done, and you know the date the details were going to be broken by the team in like two hours. Well, it's been two weeks. So the mm -hmm. the thing is the thing is again, rumor break could be right. You never know. There's a lot of things that he may hear from people, and they're just BSing him. And some of the stuff is right. I don't follow his account. I keep checking back on it. And again, like I'm sure he's a good guy. And he just wants people to get excited about NHL, which I appreciate. But the fact of the matter is, on the flurry topic, he didn't, honestly, one side of me thinks he didn't waive that no-move clause just for Vegas. Because they can say that. They can be like, oh, yeah, we're just saving Flurry's face there just so, you know, he looks great and he only yeah. wants to go to Vegas, whatever. I think that they are talking to him every day about, hey, you know, these teams, maybe they're interested, whatever, but... There's a good chance that Pittsburgh has a deal with Vegas. You never know because apparently people are saying that maybe Vegas is going to back off a little bit from Grubauer and go with a Flurry Ranta pairing. So you never know how that could work out. But 
you could also grab all three of them and then freaking trade one of them again. Like, you never know. Vegas is going to have a lot of movement because there's been mm-hmm. deals reported everywhere. Like, again, we can talk about this another time, too. It looks like Anaheim might actually find a way out of this expansion draft not losing anything because they, apparently they have a deal on the table that's all but done from Bob McKenzie saying that. So Yeah, I heard something about BXA yeah. involved in that. Well, he hasn't wa- he didn't he they didn't ask him to waive his no move clause because they have a deal in place with Vegas, which means they're saying, Hey, take this guy and just don't touch like Silverberg or something. So mm-hmm. it, honestly, I, I don't want to be this guy, but about a week ago it looked like there was gonna be a lot of trades with big name players and stuff like that, but these teams are finding ways out of it because they can offer Vegas all these picks. So a lot of these guys that were like, Oh yeah, you know, they have to move somebody now might not right. happen. So no, just like you. just like what happened at the beginning of the season when um I forget if it was Vatnin or Lindholm was holding out on Anaheim. Um they were like, "Oh damn, they're going to have to trade Fowler. They have no cap space." What happens? They figure out a way to keep all of them. It's this might be another one of those things. And I want a lot of trades to happen. Like Steve Dangle was calling it silly season, like the circus season, you know? There's yeah. going to be trades here, trades there, trades everywhere. Well, that's what a, that's what a, any hockey fan is hoping for that. Yeah. Like that's that's the ideal situation right but, now. But what happens every single year? Nothing. Nothing. Not so a damn thing. We need to hope that this happens this year because there needs to be movement. There's teams that need to make improvements. That's the thing. Like a team like the Leafs can't sit back anymore. A team like the Oilers can't sit back anymore. So regarding Flurry, my first thing there was I think that they were trying to deal him at the deadline because they were also trying to deal him in the offseason, if you ask me. Um, but then, he like, why would he waive it in February? That doesn't make sense to me. If also, it's, especially since the, the rumor is exclusively for Vegas, why waive it in February when the expansion draft is until That's June? what I mean. That's I, that's what I was saying because there that doesn't make very much sense. That um, or... They, because I still think Pittsburgh was on the fence. They're like, you know, we could try to keep both of them, but you never know. People are saying, like, look, what happens if, what happens if Pittsburgh has a deal in place with Vegas where it's like, hey, don't touch our goalies, you know, or you can take this yeah. person, but they don't have Vegas doesn't have to accept it unless Pittsburgh just won a Stanley Cup. Do you think they're really like, hey, um, you, you know, we don't want to trade a first round pick anymore because we need that. No, they don't need no. that. They don't need a first-round pick. They've won back-to-back Stanley Cups. They don't need a second-round pick, to be honest with you. They, they've they got guys that are coming up who are already showing promise and already being MVPs like Jake Gensel and Connor Sheary. What a beauty. Oh, and Ole Matta. They've got a lot of young talent that's going to replace some of these other stars. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Pittsburgh has nothing to worry about. They could lose a goalie. Yeah, whatever. We'll just put in our other number one goalie. Like it, it, like Pittsburgh's laughing right now. But this whole, this whole trade rumors with Winnipeg. First of all, I don't think Winnipeg. Uh, unfortunately, Jets fans. I don't mean to do this to you, but I don't think Jets. The Jets are committed to, you know, going all out just yet. Even though they're like a goalie away from being in the playoffs, in my opinion. Like Line is going to score forty, maybe fifty goals next year. Like I think Line could hit fifty next year. He's going to go off. Like, honestly, I think Line might be the next 60-goal scorer. Like, that guy can score, like, a lot. <laughs> like, next year, I'm going to predict it right now. I'm going to say the top two scores in the league, are like, goals-wise, are going to be Kucherov and Line. Those two names. Those guys I are going to so. go off next year. Oh, yeah. 
So the the Winnipeg rumors would make sense, but I haven't heard it from anybody like mar like mar um not marketable, but like verified, not any yeah. like actual good sources. Unfortunately, no, I, Rubrik, I hate to say that to you, but you're just not verified. And I mean, I respect what you're doing, but I just don't know if these are real. Um, in in all due respect to you, because I don't know so, you. Let me stop you here for a second. Make a prediction right now. What? Where is Marc Andre Fleury going? In his right now, no explanation, no anything. Just tell me where he's going. Vegas. You think Vegas? Yep. Even though I want him to end up in Calgary, I've said that multiple times. Just because we always disagree, I'm going to go with Calgary. I mean, hey, I hope you're right. To be honest with you, I do too. Being being in Calgary, he would be a good fit you there, and like Calgary is one step away. I'm thinking that they've they've got to push that this. Do you is, think that they could do they could they could run with Flurry and Gillies? Yeah, that's what the plan is. Uh, I I I heard that they don't want to run with Gillies just yet, but they no. can't bring back Elliot. And I mean Johnson would be a decent backup option, and they may think about that just to give Gillies another year to build himself up. But mm-hmm. I think that they're gonna go with a Flurry Gillies tandem. If if it happens, and then since Flurry has what two years left on his like five point whatever deal, after those two years, yeah, are one up, year, one year. Okay, one year, whatever. Once that year is up, um, and Gillies hopefully gets a little bit of experience as a backup, and you know, getting in some games there, because um, I don't think he's played an NHL game yet, has he? Gillies, yeah. Maybe I want to say he's played one. I yeah. think he's actually played one, and so, I lied. It was actually two years. I'm sorry. Yeah, two years. Um, that's what I figured. Uh, so the thing is two years is a lot to develop a goaltender. So Mm -hmm. you can, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but a goalie that's kind of on the fringe of being uh, enough to be good. Like what Calgary, I, what Calgary's ideal plan is to have a good goaltender in net right now in Mark Andre Fleury, who can carry them in some of the games. Um, even though he is getting a bit older, he's still Mark Andre Fleury and he can lead a team to the playoffs. Like we seen him do in, Pittsburgh he didn't really lead but he was a huge part of the reason why they're in they won the Stanley Cup like a huge right. part he stole For games sure. so they want him to play the first two years that they're contending if they grab him and then have Gillies come in after that and start and then they'll just get whoever as a backup a guy who's solid enough to be a backup and can start if Gillies has a rough start so that that's that's what I think but um that's the ideal Calgary flam uh plan but if but if he wants to go to Vegas like it's being talked about then unfortunately they're going to have to look at another option and the goalie market's thin right now I was going to say what else what what other option does Calgary have like Steve Mason like if they're going to free agency like Mike Condon Steve Mason there's not a lot of star goalies out there like Ben Bishop was what Calgary really wanted and like Ben Bishop said he thought he was going to be a Calgary flame just didn't happen so, do you think that the Flames would trade for a goalie then? And if so, who? Well, they have to, and that's the thing, though. There's not a lot of goalies that are available. The only other goalie that I can think that might be available, um, even though Florida probably doesn't want to do it, is probably Reimer. But the the thing is, is Florida doesn't know if how much longer Luongo can start and be consistent. Because that's right. Because Florida has a lot of money invested in a lot of older players. I mean, they do have a good young crop, but they have a lot of defensemen on a lot of big contracts and two goalies on pretty like decently big contracts. And but we all know Berkey loves Reimer. He was basically 
the funny thing is, is he was basically fired from Toronto for base not pulling the trigger on a Luongo trade. He didn't want to do it. And the Leafs yeah. management was so set on doing it, but then they never did it, and they fired Burke. That was one of the reasons, at least. Um, so, I mean, a Rhymer is a possibility, but again, the goalie market's thin. Like, Carolina jumped on Scott Darling. That was a good move. Like, could we see maybe Calgary going over to a team like Phoenix and saying, hey, like Mike Smith? Mike Smith, yeah. Um, possible, maybe. but they don't want to move him. He was actually really good last year. People forget he was just on a terrible team. They're growing, though. Mm-hmm. I love watching Arizona. Um, the other option might be uh, going to um, to Detroit because they have three goalies that could play. Um, yeah, that's true. I so didn't even think of Marazic, that. Marazic, Howard, and uh, oh my God, that other goalie, I just talked about him the other day. But he played in the Heritage Classic against the Leafs, and, and he actually was pretty decent. It's going to really bother me because I remember his name. But uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name. Anyways, you know, you may look at a Howard, even though he's going to cost you a lot of money. He's got a big contract. So um, I don't know. There's, there's some options out there, but in... In all honesty, I think Calgary is going to have to go all out for uh, for Flurry, and it might cost them a first. Do you think it'll cost them first? Do you see them giving up maybe TJ Brody? Um, I think Calgary wants to keep building on their defensive court, even though they have a pretty a solid one. I think that they're going to try to get out of this by um, giving up a pick and, and a and a pretty decent prospect because Flurry's not going to come that cheap because. Realistically, Pittsburgh could probably go to Vegas and try to swing a deal there and like toss in a couple picks and a nice prospect for Vegas and they'd be like, "Sure, we'll take Flurry. I mean, he's good and you're giving us prospects and a pick." Sure. Mm. So in terms of I know I keep I keep asking you questions. I'm just so interested right now. But in terms of a prospect, who do you who do you maybe see the 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 Flames possibly including in a deal like that? See, I'm not I'm not really in like I don't know too in depth about Calgary's prospect system um, is that Killington guy. I was gonna say Oliver Killington, um, but I know a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people don't want to see that. So, like, I can't. I'm not sure if it would be an A level type of prospect, but I think it would be like a B level prospect because if you're gonna give them a first and maybe even toss in another like conditional pick or something like that, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they would have to give up an A level prospect because Pittsburgh doesn't have to make that deal really. Maybe Rasmus Anderson. Have you heard of him? Yeah, I, uh, he's probably a he's probably a decent B level prospect. I know some Flames fans probably over probably be like, "Hey, you're not saying what he really is." I don't know, but um, they, they've got a decent like prospect pool. So we'll yeah, ha- we'll have we'll to see. see what happens. But Calgary definitely needs a goalie, and it, it's gonna have to be uh, a flurry type of goaltender for sure. I, uh, for once, I actually agree with you quite well, because <laughs> uh, as most people know, shout out to Jake from the live stream. Don't ever ask us again about Harper or Trout, oh, because Jesus. we can just go off about that. To bring that anyway, in. we're up at like 34 minutes or something like that right now. So I think now's a good time to maybe just cap it off. Yeah, I think so. so. We, we covered a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't expect us to go off about, uh, we kind of, you know, went into flurry and just came out with expansion and everything else which was perfect because that's what we want to talk about anyway yep so appreciate you guys for listening thank you uh quick shout out right now we do have an uh, official audience ap instagram account opened up um follow us at audience ap on instagram uh, we're going to start being more active on there getting live uh posting stories stuff like that 
yeah, that's yes. pretty much uh, as, as interesting as it's getting in our world. So yeah, we thank want you to, for uh, listening. We want to put some video updates on there as well. So stay tuned for that. 100%. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next podcast. Peace. See you later.